That's why school is canceled tomorrow. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, Dan Ray. I do understand that congratulations are in order for the entire state of Georgia. Yes. So we got we got word yesterday that um, because of all of the celebrations around the Braves winning the World Series, uh, school is closed like all over. So uh, Amber and I have been scrambling, trying to figure that whole thing out. The kids are thrilled. Of course. <laughs> Were they aware of the World Series? Um, sure. Yeah. You know, we're not a big sports family. I think we've established that. Right. Um, but, you know, like most things, I will tolerate pretty much any beer adjacent activity. Sure. And so I, I've been to, I went to multiple home games this year. Um, and, you know, I enjoy a baseball game as much as the next guy. Yeah. Uh, but the, the funny thing is, is that the, when the Braves won the World Series the last time I was, I think, a sophomore in high school. Yeah, it's been a minute. And um, I also was not, I was not able to watch the game. I was on like a camping trip and somebody was like listening to it on a radio and like yelling out the plays as it happened. So uh, I did wake up the very next day to find that they had won because uh, they had lost two in a row and I was fully prepared for them to do what Atlanta teams do. Choked. Uh, wasn't not holding my breath. Yeah. So it was, a, it was a lovely surprise. And, it's good. you know. We'll take the win when we can get it. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And there was, yeah, it was a good, that was a, it was a pretty good Tuesday um, on the whole. So uh, how about you? What, what, what you, what you got going on? Well, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, a lot, a lot of the same. I, um, you know, I missed um, an episode of recording two weeks ago and you had um, uh, your drummer, whose name is now escaping my brain. Nathan. Nathan. Thank you. Yeah. Great episode with Nathan. Um, I'm going to be out next week as well going to a second conference all of a sudden the conference intensity in my industry in san diego is fully conference. back on yeah san diego yeah and um one of my customers is essentially going to be shutting down a neighborhood of san diego to throw a party <laughs> there that will include a concert by tim mcgraw okay and i have i have been invited i have a ticket um and i guess i'll go there you go i don't know any tim mcgraw music but you pr- I feel like you're going to go to that concert and you're going to go, oh, oh. a lot. Because hmm. Tim McGraw is, again, I'm not a country person. It's not something that I, I, I'm not a regular consumer of. But I could, I could rattle off five plus Tim McGraw songs pretty easily. Okay. And I think that if you heard them, you'd be like, oh, that's right. That's been, and I remember that's been on as a high school once. I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, uh, I, w- I remember in, in high school, um, I got free tickets to go see Mark Knopfler in concert. Nice. Okay. And it was it was more a matter of my friends going to a concert than going to see Mark Knopfler. But it was literally like seven songs in. I was like, oh, like he wrote that song. I know who oh, this he guy. wrote that song. Yeah. Like the yeah. third, the second or third song was like Walk of Life. And right. I was like, oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it, I think I think that might be that that might be your experience. Right. I would love to to hear how that plays out. Well, I'll report back after the fact. Yeah, very good. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a great big national conference. Um, national Association of Realtors is what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually, tens of thousands of people come to it. It's uh, going to be smaller this year. It's a day shorter, and they are requiring vaccines or a negative test. Um, so to organize that piece of it across possibly tens of thousands of people is quite a piece of logistics. That's pretty uh, wild. Yeah. So, but glad they're doing it. It's, 
you know, yeah, makes me feel absolutely. good about them. Anyway, so the point is, you can be on your own next week. I'm not sure I had communicated that, but I will have to, I will have to you'll figure, figure that you'll out. Figure then. something out. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, In the meantime, yeah, yep. got a little bit of uh, gig gig update. Uh, something you, you know. I've been, so I've been doing the, the trivia every week, mm-hmm. alternating between two locations of the same um, outfit. It's a cider uh, oriented place, and um. The trivia, I've just been feeling like the novelty of it is off. The mm-hmm. work it takes to stand it up every week is pretty substantial. Yeah. Um, and I've just been feeling kind of like I just sort of needed a bit of a break from it. Yeah. I mean, it's it, from what I could tell, the amount of stuff that you've talked about and just like the general theminess of it, it it's, felt like a pretty massive undertaking it is something it is something and you know i've got a pretty good book already that i can draw from but you know like when when i respond to the crowd request for a disney night that's a, that's a whole night of music i need to learn right it's a whole mm-hmm. just I'm, I'm rarely going to use any of it again yeah um, although i have pulled out the um uh christoph from frozen to the 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 um peter satara parody song that really it can only probably be played with a chorus of reindeer but Apart from that, mm-hmm. um, yes. I've played that solo acoustic a couple of times since then because it's fun. Um, so I communicated to these guys, you know, maybe maybe we could do the trivia for a while. We could do like a season of, oh, sorry, the karaoke. I can roll yeah. up with the karaoke with no prep, you know, find my way through it for a couple of hours and it's great and people love it. And then we could do like a season of that through the winter and then in the spring be like, hey, the trivia is back and have it be a whole seasonal what a thing. And, um, and at the same time, as I'm trying to have this conversation, I'm noticing that the guy I've been talking to, who's been my freaking champion at that place, suddenly yeah. he's not the one answering, answering the comment anymore. And he hasn't, I haven't seen him around the place for like a couple of weeks. And it turns out he, Uh-oh. um, he's basically out as a manager there. Um, mm. there's always been political something between him and the owner and the owner's girlfriend who's not an owner, but seems to have like a loud voice in the company, even though she's not. Mm part of it but she's like i don't want to say yoko but it's kind of like that um hey man it's very it's interesting you say that because uh paul mccartney was on fresh air this week oh with terry gross and they were having a conversation about that and he's like i don't really think it was her fault in in, in the end anyway oh yeah, well all right there you go good to know well you gotta admit it was pretty good paul mccartney oh is it really good paul mccartney um <laughs> it went a little ringo there in the middle, in the middle of it but still um yeah, so no, the point yeah. is the, the Greensboro, the Greensboro shop, which has been managed by my guys now has a new manager and a new person doing events. The Lexington shop, which had another manager, but he was running event. My, my guy was running events now has a new manager and someone else running events. So he's out. I got new people to talk to and I'm trying to pitch this idea of like shifting it up for a while. And the people in Greensboro are into it. The people in Lexington are not. And in both places, they've cut their budget. So where yeah. it used to be a good darn payday for this thing, it's now just sort of a payday. Yeah. And they didn't tell me that until they handed me checks that were smaller than I was used to getting. It's the kind of thing that if we'd had a conversation about, I would feel one way, but since we didn't, I feel a different way. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know. We're going to, we're going to figure it out. I'm, I, I, these guys have committed hard on me and I, I, I like them a lot, uh, in principle and, um, I'd like to see it continue. And it's just, it's just gotten less charming than it has been 
mm-hmm. uh, just in the last week. So that's a little bit of a sad thing. My guy, uh, my former contact there, is um, now opening a new wine bar down the street from the place in Greensboro. So I'm, he'll, you know, we'll, he and I'll be back in business shortly. Um, yeah. So th- that'll be happening. Um, but it's just, you know, once you once you have a thing dialed in and think you have it locked for life, stuff comes along. Life happens, and mm-hmm. it's suddenly not like that anymore. That's sort of the lesson, right? You, you, uh, all yeah. things change, as the Buddha says, and uh, you just um, you 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 resist that at peril of your own suffering. Yeah, and you know, it is definitely the nature of this kind of gig. Yeah, you know. Uh, places change hands much more frequently than I think people realize. Yeah, constantly. And it's just, it's tough because you, the, the the only thing consistent is the inconsistency. Mm-hmm. If I'm, you know, if we're going to get poetic about it. Yeah, well, Zen, we were, you know. For sure. You know, I... It, it's not surprising. It's no. disappointing, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah, and, I mean, they were paying above market all along. And I knew that. And he was having a fight with the ownership about that. Mm -hmm. They didn't feel like they were getting their money's worth. I mean, they were on me, but almost nothing else. Right. Um, and he was really clear to me. You don't, in that case, you don't want to be the exception to the rule because you, it just, it's, you're just drawing contrast and like unnecessary attention to the, to, to yourself. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I don't want to throw the other, the other people under the bus. There were people booked. I would go up there on a Sunday afternoon and there'd be somebody to play music who I didn't know. And it'd Mm -hmm. be some girl songwriter standing in the corner, kind of with a guitar. He he wasn't booking like mature Mm -hmm. show people, right? People who are going to engage and have people stick around and, Hey, I'll have another couple drinks and stay for the music. That sort of wasn't what was happening there. And so, I get the ownership pushing back on that. That's not a good investment. So, yeah, and there's definitely. I mean, there's places like that around around here for sure. So, I mean, it, it again, it's just kind of the, the nature of that kind of work. Yeah, it just it is what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. But hopefully, you know, you can find a thing that you know works for you. Yeah, that isn't because I mean, the second it's not fun, you know, you need to stop. Yeah doing it so much yeah no i got a day gig i don't need i don't need the money yeah Yeah. so yeah good stuff um don't have anything we haven't done anything since the last gig that we did uh we have a show on the 19th um we're currently working through uh through the set list trying to figure that out um adding some new tunes some stuff we haven't done before stuff we haven't done in a while Uh, i did want to acknowledge um feel it still is is uh making the list this go around nice um, I like that tune. We're going to bring Cake by the Ocean back just like to see how it goes. Yep. Um, and there was a couple of others we were going to try out, but those are the two that stuck out of me because I was like, crap, I don't really know those at all. I've got to learn them from scratch. All right. I got another one for you to learn from scratch that I'm currently obsessing over. Okay. Right? Tell me about it. Beggin' by Maniskin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, as I've dug into this, it turns out turns out it's actually a cover. Their Their version is a cover. It was a Four Tops tune back in the... I don't know, fifties or sixties. Um, mm-hmm. and they released it. They're Italian. They released it in Italy in 2017 and it hit our charts here in the U S like big time in the last couple of weeks. They were on Fallon a couple of weeks ago. So here's the thing. Here's what you need to know. And that all of you, the rest of you guys need to know. Beggin has been running circles around TikTok for months That's right. at this point. That's right. 
And that's honestly, I think, what helped them break here in the States. Well, that and they won Eurovision this year. Yeah. Not not with Megan, different song, but yeah. you know, they're, they they got some name popularity out of that. And then, yeah, TikTok is driving a lot of music these days. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and it's funny because like the calcul, like music marketing people are, know this stuff now. Oh, yeah. They're doing it intentionally. Totally. Absolutely. And the way that TikTok lets you borrow soundtracks from other mm-hmm. videos, like that's all very, very cleverly built. I will say the thing about, the thing about Began, um, first of all, the guy's voice is very distinct. There's like something mm-hmm. very catchy about his voice. Not pleasant, but catchy. He's got like, um, kind of a, it's, he, it's like an indie rock kind yeah. of voice. A little, scree- little screechy. Like early, early 2000s, yeah. like. Yeah strokes era yeah, indie rock yeah kind of exactly voice. like the, a mix between julian casablancas and like um uh, i can't think of his Tom name Waits. pete something from the from the uh from the hives yeah that guy but, but, but there's some growl there's like some gravel in it too like mm-hmm. it's interesting um it's a little nasally yeah no i get I, I, what you're saying it's nasally and gravelly at the same time which is a mm-hmm. crazy combination and very very yep. catchy and the other thing about this song is the stops the rhythm of the song is bonkers and um yep. so i wrote it out in the chart that we're working on i wrote out the stops are like one, one, and two, one, two, three, four, one, and one, and one, and two, and one, two, three. Like, so I wrote them onto the chart so we can all kind of mm-hmm. try and do them, you know, it's for a brand new band, that tight, the tightness of stops and the tightness of that kind of rhythm stuff is the stuff that you, you develop that as you practice and as you play, that's, that's yeah. tough for a bunch of people who spent like single digit hours in a room together. Um, yeah. but we're working on it. We're going to, we're going to get there. Um, just cause it's a really cool tune and, and, and Taylor, Taylor's going to sing the hell out of it and, um, it's going to be fun. Awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to think, I don't know if there's any new tunes that I'm like super obsessed with. I think it's just the same old stuff that I've been, <laughs> I've been obsessed for the, for the, well, the eighties, the eighties, you know, there's a finite, a large, but finite amount of music that happened in the eighties. I've been, you know, the, the, the tunes that I always like talk about are, you know, satisfied by Richard Marks. And the other one is waiting for a star to fall <laughs> boy meets girl. Yes. Yes, you do. Those are the only two, those are the only two 80 songs that matter in my, yeah. in my book. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, let's talk about things that matter though. Okay. Um, something really interesting happened this week in the, in the Slack channel. And I, I I'm not going to get into the specifics, but I just, I felt like we needed to discuss it because it was something that was very interesting that I was not expecting that has been just kind of amazing. Yeah. So, uh, last week I had mentioned, we should, we should uh, establish those Slack channel. Who are we talking about? So yeah. so yeah. So, um, if you did not know, uh, we have a Patreon, um, and anybody who joins at the $5 tier or above has access to this exclusive Slack channel. It's got a very, um, tight, but dedicated group of people. Tight butt. And, um, Last week on the podcast, I had uh, told everybody I was listening to The Storyteller, which is the audiobook version of the book that Dave Grohl had uh, just released. And um, I, fin- I, I, I finished it a couple of days ago. It, it was fantastic front to back. Um, and I just kind of said, hey, this is a good book. You should, you should check it out. Uh, one of the members of that group uh, did do that. He, he checked it out. And... Um, one of the things that's very unique about this book, and I think was kind of like the hook that they were talking a lot about in the press, was that it was the first time that Dave 
really like unpacked what the aftermath of Kurt Cobain's suicide yeah. was like from the inside. Yeah. Um, cause it's something he just hasn't really discussed a whole lot. So, um, there's, there, there's a, a, a solid chunk of the, f- you know, middle of the book where he's kind of talking about the aftermath and the grief, um, experience of, of losing somebody that was close to him. And one of the guys in the group, I won't, I won't say his name, um, just shared that, that listening to that book and listening to a person articulate um how they were feeling around that loss helped them um deal with some stuff that's just been going on in their life yeah. and it it started this really powerful conversation with like dozens of people chiming in yeah. and saying like I feel the same way and like it was just it was this moment of vulnerability in community with a group of people that I, I wouldn't know if it wasn't for this podcast. Yeah. It was very, um, very impactful. Yeah. It was beautiful for me personally. Yeah, it really was. And I was just, I was very grateful, uh, for everybody who chimed in and, you know, felt the need to share. And it was just, it was great. Yeah. And, um, we're not trying to, you know, sell you a, a product or whatever. I'm just saying that this particular community, um, has been really wonderful and, you know, not only, uh, helpful to each other for like business purposes, but also for just like personal stuff. Yeah. It's just been really neat. And you can be part of it for the low, low pro. No. <laughs> Jeez Louise. It's not that. Um, it's really not that. <laughs> another, another cool thing that happened this week is that, um, I, I got to do a coaching session with one of, uh, one of those members. Yeah. Um, people who had some questions about trying to kind of build their, their personal brand, um, you know, they're, they've got a very specific skill set, and they're trying to, uh, build their awareness and they're not the kind of people who are social in, uh, I go to a bar and drink beer to meet people kind of way. And so we were just kind of talking about strategies and things like that. So it's, it's just, it's been, it, there's a lot of cool stuff going on, yeah. um, outside of just the normal conversations. Yep. So, <clears throat> yep. So it's just worth noting, <clears throat> not to you know, take out the cheesiness of what I just said about it, but <laughs> it is the case that Patreon lets you support us, support what we're doing and be part of, um, sort of a, a deeper cut at the conversation that's going on around this podcast. So, yeah. Cause I mean, the, the thing about it is that it happened, it's happening seven days a week. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. For sure. So we, we both have, uh, gear conversations things to talk about yes indeed indeed you want to uh, um let's talk about yours because it has a it doesn't have such a happy ending mine has a much happier ending <laughs> yeah. so for the past couple of weeks i've been trying to figure out um well actually it's been like the, it's been like this for months so at the house i've got i've got my taylor which is a great guitar looks great plays great but it's a thin line guitar and it doesn't sound really massive mm-hmm. Because it's a thin line, it's not. That's not what it's designed to do. And I've been looking for just a a throw around guitar for the house uh, that wasn't going to be, you know, a ton of money. So I again, I asked the guys in the Slack channel. I asked Dan personally, and he was like, "You should look into the Seagull S6 yep. because it's a pretty popular." you know, model of the Seagull brand. It was very affordable, all that good stuff. And lo and behold, I found one right in my neighborhood. How about that? On Craigslist. I went to go get it. And I looked at it and I was like, mm, something about this isn't right. And I should 
have just handed it back and said, mm, I don't think so. I'll see you later. Instead, I tried to talk him down a little bit and got a guitar um, for, you know, for it was like 240 bucks. It wasn't anything, you know, insane. Yep. Um, and then I went through the business of trying to make it playable. And it had and lived that, in, a, in a closet in its case for... Like 15, 20 years. Yeah. So the expectation and, um, would be that it would need a little bit of love. Yes. But the neck was bowed. The action was high. Yeah. And um, I was like, you know, we'll just the truss rod. I'll, I'll get a lighter set of strings. We'll, we'll do a couple of things. We'll just see, see what it does. So I did that. And um, the restringing process proved to be fairly fruitless because the truss rod wasn't completely spent. But after I like adjusted it, it was still too high. So I was like, all right, well, now what do I do? So and, and you cranked the truss um, as far as it would go in terms of, in terms of did. relief, and it didn't help all the way. Well, it I mean, it some. helped. Yeah. It just didn't help enough. Right. So I went so far as to um, sand down the nut. Like, I did I did a lot of due diligence. I cleaned the thing up. I restrung it. I adjusted the action. I adjusted the truss rod. I ground down the bone, you know, bridge piece and got it. In the neighborhood. Mm. I lowered the action, like, no joke, almost a quarter inch. Okay. Because wow. that was how much it, there was to work with. <laughs> wow. Um, and I got it I got it to a playable situation. But after doing all the things that I did, it just, I was like, mm. it just, I, I was not vibing with the instrument. Yeah. I had spent three days fighting it right. and I just, right. I was like, I, I don't I don't like you anymore. Yeah. So um it is in a solid state now. It 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 is playable. Um just not the way that I would prefer it to be. Sure. So I am putting it back on Craigslist for what I paid for it, um, you know, minus my time and uh a set of, you know, twenty dollar elixirs. Yeah. I just have to take that on the chin. Yeah, I will say that's not typical of Seagull S6s. Mine is a complete delight to play. Um yep. but uh but yeah, it's a bummer to have found with its um in need of that much love. I yeah. personally, once it comes to like adjusting bone nuts, like I I got a guy for that. I'm not going to try and do that on my desk. Um You know, I I'd reached out to John who is usually my guy and he's like do X, Y, and Z. And he was the one who was actually like, just grab a, grab a, grab a piece of sandpaper and just give this thing some work. He's like, are you sure? He's like, absolutely. You're the likelihood that this is going to be the thing that makes this guitar unplayable is very, very low. Mm. All right. So just give it a shot. And that was, that was the thing. It's like, this is easily the most guitar work I've ever done on a guitar that I have ever owned, yeah. but it was because the stakes were so right. low. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You're in it for 250. So why not? Yeah. yeah, the stakes were low. If I made it completely unplayable, it would have been, you know, it would have been a stretch to even get that far. Right. Right. So, um, and it's funny because as soon as um as I decided I was going to get rid of it, I went on to <laughs> I went on to Music Radar and uh Paul Reed Smith just announced a limited run of their uh SE parlors in a in a shell pink. And I was like, Oh, you know, I like me a pink guitar. I do. It's six. It's six hundred bucks. It's a little more than you know the two forty I was spending, but definitely considered it. I mean, I trust PRS to put out a pretty good, pretty good unit. 
I, I've seen I've seen. I mean, they they have more projection than you know than the the tailor does, yeah. but you know it's still a parlor, right? Right. So yeah. You're, I mean, the the S six was a what size was that? It's they call it a folk guitar. It's kind of like it's a split between like a like a dreadnought and a and a and a parlor. Yeah. So it's got that kind of like thinner waist, but it's not quite as slim as a as a parlor yeah. would be. Yeah. So. Yeah. It sounds good. It projects. It's got that seagull yeah. kind of punchy, good low sound. End. Yeah. Just doesn't have it. Does, it, it, it. It. I've been fighting it all day. I'm no, mad yeah, no. It. Sometimes all. it's just purely emotional, and that's fine. It's, it's not meant to be. It's not meant to that's be. All I'm saying. Yeah, we don't have to make it be meant to be. That's. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. So yeah. Onward and upward. Yeah. Yeah. You'll find, you'll find the right thing. Yeah. What about you? Well, um, <clears throat> I might've found the right thing. Um, as you know, and, uh, dedicated listeners will know, I have been gigging yep. through a pair of TurboSound IP2000 tower speakers, um, pretty much since I went into my own being a band leader Yeah, and <clears throat> they've been fine. They've been good. They've been fine. Um, there have periodically been some issues about them. You know, the, the, the connection that they make as you seat them is a little bit wobbly, a little bit janky. Um, there've been times when I thought I had them all set up right, but then when we tried to put some signal through them, they'd work fine, but more signal would distort like crazy until you sort of solided up the connection. And then there, there came to be this thing in the last few times I've used them where my co- front person taylor when she sang through it at like full peak volume which she she projects it's it's it, you yeah. know it's, it's like a full she signal sang. um there's crackly this horrible crackling sort of happened and it didn't it didn't happen um as i googled about that this week um i saw people saying things that i was like ah yes that that rings a bell <laughs> it only happens after you've been playing through them for maybe 15 20 minutes Mm. Um, so maybe it's some kind of heat thing. Um, Ooh. it only happens after you've owned them and traveled with them and gigged with them for a year or so. So maybe it's some kind of durability thing, but mm. I'm certainly seeing people talking on the internet about precisely the symptoms my rig is having. Yeah. Um, and I did full, like you mentioned due diligence, boy. I mean, I, I swapped out every cable. I swapped out every, at rehearsal last week, it started happening on Taylor's voice. I physically moved her to my microphone which hadn't had any of that happening. And it happened with her voice on my mic through entirely different yep. signal. Um, totally. Yeah. It's just there. It's either, it's either happening in her larynx <laughs> or it's happening in the speaker. Wouldn't that be something? Right. Let's not do that. Anyway. Um, so I started researching and, you know, let's just, let's just start from the presumption that these speakers are, it's time to have them be a little studio practice rig maybe. And mm -hmm. it's time to, time to just re up that whole thing. Um, and it happens that I've been sitting on some cider gig money, yeah. so I'm in a pretty good, pretty good shape to, to replace them. So, um, I hunted around for what is the state of the art in portable line array speakers. I'm, I'm pretty sold on the tower speaker model and the physics of that. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, there is a, there's a thing that's brand new on the market. Um, it's an, it's a, an iteration of something that's been out for a few years and been well regarded and what it is the electro voice evolve 50 M. Mm -hmm. So it's got eight neodymium speakers in a tower array and it's got a base bin that they sit in <clears throat> the connections, um, of it are, um, well, so, I'll, so to, to kind of jump to the end, 
it came on Tuesday. I gigged it Wednesday at the cider place. Um, there are a few things it has going for it. One is that the connections from the bass bin up to the speaker section, very mm-hmm. solid. Um, okay. it actually nests in itself. It's got like a magnetic thing to clip it to, to, you know, clip it true, but it also, it doesn't just set in it. It slots in. It's like a whole connection thing. feels yeah. much more solid, much more, much more certain, you know? Um, and then, uh, it has on its back an eight channel mixer. Yes. Now two of those channels are a stereo pair. Mm-hmm. And two of them are the Bluetooth ins. So like all mixers, it's kind of lying to you about how many channels it really has. <laughs> um, but it's got four honest to God combo ins and then a stereo pair and then Bluetooth. So mm-hmm. not bad, not bad. Yeah. Um, I could run my, my guitar out of the quad cortex in stereo into that stereo pair and leave four more channels for mics or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I did gig this thing for the, the trivia show last night and I did not bring my mixer rack. I just used the mm. mixer on the back of the speaker, and it went great. The, the app that drives that speaker over Bluetooth works well. It's got onboard effect. It's got onboard compression and limiting and, like, a lot of the features you would want in your mixer. And um, and it works really well. It sounded really good. I, uh, I played a bunch of music through it before the show started and cranked it just to see gets plenty loud, and then it, it'll throw across this um, – the patio at this place is big. I mean, it's got to be a hundred yards long. Um, and it filled it at not a lot of volume the way that a tower speaker is supposed to do. Cool. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. I I did just buy the one. Um, we'll, um, at some point buy a second one and have a full pair. Um, but I feel like it's got enough, it's got, it's got enough volume and enough headroom. That's really the crucial thing. I feel like I was, with the, with the, the, the turbo sounds, I felt like sometimes I was out of headroom before I wanted it. I, I, I've not yeah. explored yet the top of the headroom on the electro, electro voice. Um, cause everything I asked from it, it gave me until it didn't. Well, no, I mean, I mean no, on the, on the new ones, like I have not, I've not hit the top of what it can give me yet. Okay. Um, partially cause I was taking it easy on it, but, but, uh, um, yeah, like having something fail on you will like will make you. It just like it makes uh, you gun shy. It does. It does. It makes you makes you makes you careful. The other thing I'll say about it, it's it's base box is it's a twelve inch driver, but it's actually a wooden box. So it's mm-hmm. it's um surprisingly it's got some mass thumpy. to it. Yeah, surprise. Right. Yeah, and and it feels like it's the the sound it puts out has mass to it. It actually feels like it's pushing some good air. Um, mm-hmm. in a bigger space, maybe I wouldn't feel that way, but here, here in my room, I put on some tunes. It was like, uh, yeah, it was, it was hitting Powerful. me. It was hitting me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm pretty happy with that purchase. And, and the gig was easy to load into one, one big box less, um, and felt like it sounded good. And, uh, you know, um, pretty happy with that purchase right now. Cool. Here's another thing. And I, and I, I wanted to, uh, as I was shopping these, this is the, Bigger of the two sizes it comes in. Okay. And it comes in a version that, that only has two ends rather than quote unquote eight. Eight, yeah. And as I looked at those prices, the, you know, the incremental change between them was a few hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, at some point in my life, have decided that um, I'm going to, I'm going to appreciate the flexibility I'm buying more in the lifespan of this product then I will miss those few hundred bucks. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. You, you want to look at something that if it is negligible and, and to be fair, a hundred, 200, 300 bucks is negligible on the whole. Yeah. How, how much more work are you going to be able to get mm -hmm. with a more powerful option? Right. 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 Or how much is it going to save your, listen, you know, these two of these systems wired together with their ethernet option would mm -hmm. actually merge their two mixers into one big mixer. So a 16 channel mixer. Yeah. A 16. Quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of them were gobbled up by a bonus Bluetooth. You're not going to use or whatever. Yeah. But, um, in principle, you could run a whole band out of the back of these things and not need a mixer. In principle, I don't know that I'd ever in do principle. that. But, um, you know, think about what that would be like to not have to travel with a... Now, you know, in-ears are out of the question. It doesn't have... It has one aux right. out on each of them, you know. And those are... It is a true bus. You actually can mix that aux separately. So that's pretty good. But it's only one per. Um, yeah. So I, probably I don't never think that do that, but... But, but like you, you could do a duo, you could do a trio, you could do totally. like interesting configurations yep. that you wouldn't normally get to do with less gear. That's like right. that, I, I understand that. That's I right. get what you're saying. You know, when I do the karaoke, mm -hmm. the crucial piece of tech in karaoke is the compressor on the singer's mic. Oh, Nothing's yeah. more important. Because some people come up and they mumble into the mic and you can't hear. And you got to be able to bring that up with some makeup gain. And other people are yep. drunk as hell and want to scream into your mic and you got to bring that mm -hmm. down with a compressor. Either you're riding a fader all night or you got a good compressor on that channel. And there this thing go. does. I can actually, you know, I can run the karaoke inside this thing without any extra gear with good, strong compression on that guest channel. And we're good to go. Awesome. Yeah. So yes, pretty happy about it. Um, again, the, there was some uh, input on the Patreon that was um, crucial to that decision, mm -hmm. and uh, and I'm pretty happy about uh, where I've where I've landed. Yeah, I've got to um, I've got to do something with my turbo sound. Also, you remember I had sold it and mm -hmm. then got guilt got tripped into buying it back. Yep. And so I did, and um, it's just been sitting in my garage. It's a, don't... a 500. Uh, I was the IP 1000. IP 1000. Yep. Which is, I mean, it when it works, it works, and it it always worked for me. Uh, but it, it it needs to be looked at because I don't, I'm not trying to pull a fast one on any on anybody. I even like went so far in the in the Slack channel to be like, "Hey, I'm reposting this guitar. I, is this honest enough? I, I don't. I, I need to be able to sleep at night when I sell this right. guitar. I felt like right. I I did the best I could. Right. Full disclosure. Yeah. Always. Yeah, it's important to, um, you don't want to get bad gear karma. For sure. That will always come back to you. Yeah. I like a So speaker. once again, I promised that we were going to talk about this Nashville thing and we ended up having- You didn't, you other didn't promise that. You thought it might be neat. Yeah, I'm, it's still, I'm still not opposed to it. But what ended up happening is that, um, you know, as far as like stuff to talk about, the main thing was, I was like, well, I want to, I may want to make a video about this and then- uh, I got wrapped up in a lot of like gear announcements because of the way that the holiday season is going. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff is being announced right now. So that was, that ended up being the focus of this week's video. Um, mostly gear news. And then also like black Friday deals that are already happening and okay. that kind of thing. So um, that was just kind of where I prioritized it. I did 
put some feelers out for some of my Nashville buddies to kind of help me, uh, put some words around it. And, you know, I have, those haven't come through just yet. So it's, it, it'll still happen. It's just not yet. Yeah. So yeah. That's all I got to talk about. Yeah, me too. I'm just sitting here drinking my liquid death and, um, you know, I'm enjoying a nice tempranillo podcasting. It was, uh, it was, it was, uh, margarita night earlier. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta have beverages. Well, folks, I think that's going to do it for us this week. I so. You know, we don't have a whole lot going on gig-wise. Hopefully you do. And uh, you got some stuff to look forward to. We definitely, I mean, our, our December's already starting to fill up. I, we, we've got three dates confirmed. Uh, I'm subbing myself out on one of them. Um, and yeah, things are just kind of coming together. We've We've got a couple of floating dates that, you know, may or may not happen, but... Like I said, we're we're just riding we're riding December out, riding twenty twenty one out, looking at twenty twenty two with a higher vaccinated population. Uh, hopefully, getting back to normal. Goodness begins. Some kind between us, all three. Absolutely, That's awesome. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. If you would like to support us, you can do lots of things, but the easiest thing to do is just listen to what Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band is about to tell you all about. That's going to do it for us. I'll call it for this week. From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of November 5th, 2021. Have an awesome week, guys. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins, the losses, the behind the scenes, goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M band. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We played funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit CoverBandConfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it for Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida. That was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! Yeah.